0: It's time to try defying gravity. I think I'll try defying gravity. And you can't pull me down. Never care, you'll never pull me down.
4: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I want to. And what are we here to talk about today?
0: We're going to talk about uh, young-ish now yeah, she's woman. she's not
4: young. She's old. Yeah, she's,
0: she's, she's, she's in her late 30s now. Uh, Colleen Ballinger, uh, a.k.a. known better by her YouTube character, Miranda Sings.
4: Mm. Colleen Ballinger just got in trouble for how she talks to her fans, and she's famous for the YouTube character Miranda Sings who is just kind of an annoying girl who's bad at singing, but has really high confidence.
0: And she has really bad red lipstick.
4: (laughs) Since she started getting canceled, people started to say, is she making fun of people with special needs? You know, like people who can't put their lipstick on correctly. Is she an ableist?
0: I mean, they're accusing her basically of like, you know, everything under the sun really just yeah yeah, yeah. everything
4: in poor taste everything
0: everything in poor taste and satire is satire is hard now satire is hard now i will say that okay yeah and i think what she was doing was like a legitimately satirical take on a specific phenomenon due to like youtube and american idol and all that but she's been accused now of like how can you base a character on making fun of like a 16 year old i'm like of course you can't why can't you do that?
4: I know, but I think it's for all the other reasons. We can say, though, that Gen Z is quite sensitive.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, um. once again, it just goes down to, like, people being shitty to each other. And they've been shitty for millennia.
4: Yeah. So to get ready for this, we also watched Colleen's show on Netflix called Haters Back Off. Haters
0: Back Off.
4: And it was bad.
0: It was very, very bad. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not even like a fun hate watch. It's just a a ball of madness and fire.
4: I, I just would have had so many notes if I was someone at Netflix, you know?
0: I do want to talk about like that. It's, it starts off very promising. I think the whole beginning sequence, despite the creepy uncle, is like really well done. And it kind of definitely gives you a window into her worldview and like the momentousness of the occasion of her like finally putting herself out there on this like new exciting app youtube i thought it was really well done and it had potential and then it all just falls fucking apart immediately
4: but that's kind of what makes me say they should have put it in 2012 or something okay it's obvious they're trying to be like napoleon dynamite did you ever watch napoleon Dynamite? i love
0: napoleon dynamite yeah i think i've watched it because a there's times.
4: even a moment in the show where she's talking to someone and then she goes hey bye and she runs away mm-hmm. which is very napoleon dynamite and something about so i think they base this show on napoleon dynamite which kind of takes place in um like there is no time period. They don't have cell phones. It could it's, literally be taking place at any time.
0: It's sort of like eighties, nineties, early aughts-ish. Yeah. It's like very it's kind of like general there's modern no, day.
4: Yeah, there's no references to anything that kind of places it in time is what I yeah. say. Yeah. Whereas Miranda in this episode is like, I'm gonna become famous on the internet like Justin Bieber. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, well, if you just had this YouTube idea, you're probably, I don't know. I just think it's so old fashioned. I think the
0: viewer's default is to be like, well, with no other indications for time, this must be happening now.
4: Yeah. But they mentioned Justin Bieber. So it is
0: no, 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 no. But I mean, as opposed to like, this isn't happening, like at the actual beginnings of YouTube. Which it seems but to
4: it feels like it is
0: it feels like it is exactly,
4: but it's not
0: it feels like you know her posting her content on the internet is like this new concept where it absolutely was not,
4: yeah, like are we supposed to laugh at that? <laughs> Do you think that's also what's funny? Uh, I don't it's
0: I don't know nothing's it's not funny,
4: yeah, it doesn't make any sense,
0: yeah, it doesn't really make any sense I, there was it was once again it exemplifies the lack of thoughtfulness that has characterized Colleen Ballinger's career.
4: That's true. Maybe.
0: Yeah. It's just like, you can't do anything for a joke. Yeah. And blind, blind confidence. Like I understand that for the, the young fans involved in this, this is like formative. Mm -hmm, Yeah. You know, this, this was a formative relationship for them. This was their friend group. And to have it explode in such a fashion is, you know, for lack of a better term, traumatizing, it's something that it's going to stay with them. And so I understand why there is all the hue and cry, but at the end of the day, like coming well, at it from an adult had, perspective.
4: Yeah. And we've all had trauma, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean,
0: I, I have 10 hundred more stories of shit shitty adults did to me. When I was a kid, trotting the boards in dinner theater at fifteen years old, than any of these kids.
4: Oh yeah, dinner theaters are filled with backstabbing. Oh, the
0: backstab. Okay, can I tell you a gross story? I used to do dinner theater at a particular place in Connecticut, and uh, I once some, um, I sort of the director of the the director of the dinner theater was um. I won't say I was groomed that he was trying to like mentor me in like the ways of being a gay theater person probably. And so I showed him like my very first headshots that I ever got done. And uh, he says, he literally says to me in front of many other, you know, 40 year old adults, he's like, uh, oh yeah, look at that mouth. I really just want to stick my cock in that picture or something like that. Looking at my picture, this happened a lot. With various people. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that just because it happened to me, it should happen to future generations so they know what I went through. This is a process of making life better
4: for oh, people yeah. when they're growing oh, yeah. up.
0: But still it's just But like, it's
4: almost like we've overcorrected the way that we cancel people. We're kind of overcorrecting right now. We're yeah. probably going to I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> preferably turn it back a little bit from the overcorrection
0: I hope or it's an entire generation growing up right now that is like I call it the new Victorianism where it's basically it's like there's so much like it's like a new kind of moral rigidity and a sense of propriety that is just going to like make it's just going to be a whole new sort of like the rigidness of the Victorian times and all like the expected social mores of that day which were very stifling to many people
4: but what I think is interesting is that Gen Z is also becoming known as um, anti-work.
2: Yeah. And
4: like a lot of ideas that I'd say lean more left mm-hmm, and then those sure. other weird conservative ones that lean more right. And I'm like, what is this weird concoction of? Um,
0: oh, in terms of like their beliefs, it's like there's some like real lefty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That- Seem to be in the Gen Z zeitgeist. Yeah, and
4: like and billionaires like shouldn't some- exist. And obviously the wealth is distributed in the wrong way. So like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, we should look at this. I saw a tweet today where someone said, once you make, they should make this a rule. Once you make nine hundred million ninety-nine, nine hundred ninety-nine million nine hundred ninety-nine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, yeah. The number that comes before a billion. Mm-hmm. They were like, once you make that amount of money, every dollar you make should get donated to people in need and, you know, time. Right, because you're not, blah, you don't blah, blah. need,
0: you don't need that. Nobody needs that much money. Like that's, that's the kind of money that you could la- leave for generations and generations. And right. you, yeah.
4: And I was like, well, then that person wouldn't have to work anymore because now they're just, they're, all their money is going to some kind of thing that they're probably against.
0: But it's also, oh God, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but people who become, okay, I'm going to say it. People who become billionaires do that because they hopefully legitimately have added a lot of value into the economy for other people. And them continuing to make money is hopefully... A continuing process of them creating jobs creating businesses creating resources for other people and so if that is the case i can't say that i completely resent that people like are making money doing you know just being a part of the economic system that we have yeah you know but what that does is if you like if you would to stop people from making more than you know just under a billion dollars they do have like no reason to continue working on doing their business, what they're
4: doing doing yeah. what they're
0: doing which is adding value at giving jobs to people so it's it's a real sticky wicket
4: mm-hmm. to
0: say you know well just take all the rich people's money i'm sorry but the way capitalism works is that there are rich people think about it a little bit more deeply than just like down with the rich because you know america is america because of uh, largely because of its wealth i haven't thought about this i've never read wealth of nations i am a completely uninformed person this is just me being like well okay what do we do then like how does that make sense it just doesn't make any sense to me
4: but my point was um the juxtaposition of the ideals that gen z has and how they're like victorian but then also kind of new where they're there, there is well, like they like anti-capitalism.
0: Yeah. but it's like, you know, because the right's the right wing has the right wing has, you know, kind of religion and mm-hmm. Christi- you know, Christianity, like, you know, um those sorts of like moral strictures. But I feel like Gen Z, not Gen Z that's not going towards religion, definitely has like its own kind of uh burgeoning rigidity.
4: But the main thing that she's accused of is being a groomer. And at the end of the day, I don't think anyone actually thought that Colleen Ballinger was trying to meet kids and
0: to have sex with them. No,
4: right. I don't think she was doing that. But um, if you call someone a groomer.
0: That's, you, usually what,
4: call, that's usually what that means
0: when you call somebody a groomer you are effectively accusing them of being a pedophile that is how i understand the words words have meanings if you call somebody a groomer it means you want to have sex with children
4: yeah that's you know and being on youtube is the wild west because it's not a network nobody is saying what can or can't go up they just take people or like de-platform them if they uh like think Become dangerous and like threaten someone's life, I'd say. But, but
0: God forbid we should ask people to like kind of have a little nuance or define their terms more because like grooming has now become like a real broad fucking brush. And you think, yeah, and I don't think you know, inappropriate, immature, manipulative, mean girl, those are all words and phrases we can use to define Colleen Ballinger's behavior but in terms of grooming, grooming grooming come on that's all i have to like no grooming is i think it defeats the seriousness of the accusation of grooming
4: uh-huh to to, to accuse her of anybody doing
0: who like yeah, to accuse her of doing it in this context it's like no she's just what's the word for being a shitty person you know uh, yeah. <laughs> that's just a, being an immature irresponsible asshole adult around kids. Yeah. Like it's you Well, not, if you she, look what? at her
4: show, it's she's also not funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so she she got lucky with this character Miranda Sings on YouTube and then she kind of was like, well, this is my money maker. I have to keep doing this character. And then it was probably like how do I heighten it? And there was the one thing that she did which was like allude to the fact that maybe her uncle was like a molester yeah yeah yeah, yeah. miranda's uncle um miranda's, yeah but then that became kind of like her jokes would always be kind of gross like that like do you remember when she at her live shows she'd have kids put their hands down her pants I
0: saw that because she would like, put, I saw like part of that video where she would like put something like a, a fanny pack in yeah. front of her pants and then have whatever kid she had called up on stage would be like, get stuff from like the front of her pants. The child was basically putting her hands like down her crotch.
4: Yeah. So what do you think she was thinking with that? Uh, d- nothing.
0: She's, she's not she's a very irresponsible person who doesn't think about those things she's just like oh this is gross it'll be funny it's like that simple sort of like lizard brain comedy vibe
4: okay we both used to live in new york did Mm -hmm. you know people um because it wasn't necessarily people at the improv theater but people who consider themselves actors Yeah, But would just be trying to get acting jobs anywhere they could, like in web series and stuff. Mm -hmm. I did it. And then, yeah, and then like, I would work on the occasional web series, or I tried background acting a few times. And the thing that I took away from hanging out with these people who consider themselves actors, but were not successful.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: Is that they would brag at any opportunity they could. And I would be like, girl, I'm here with you doing this background acting job. There is nothing impressive about this. And you're trying to brag to me about being on the set where someone was famous. Yeah. Like that person didn't look at you like a person. There's nothing. It makes you feel like shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
4: So to hang out with these people. They would always be like, oh, well, I wrote my own web series and now I'm going to star in it. And it would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you're an actor and you would see the shit that they put together. And it was always really bad. And that's what actor, I think actors more than
0: act, No, honestly, actors more than anybody do not know their limitations. I am living proof of this right you in are? front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why, I, why? What do you mean? Because I don't know. I just I think I can do anything. Honestly, if somebody were like, "Oh, you should make a web series," I'd be like, "I should make a web series."
4: Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I think like sometimes uh, it's you know, honestly,
0: it's like it's there's a denial mechanism because when you're pursuing acting, it's so much about like, "God, I just want to get attention," or I just want to get a job. I just want to like have a project to do. Mm-hmm. And so it leads you down some funny fucked up roads.
4: I liked too when um kind of like The Secret was really popular. Yeah. And especially my actor friends were like, I know if I just think positive,
0: oh I will God, eventually
4: yes. be the star of a sitcom. And yeah. you'd be like, yeah, but you also don't have any talent.
0: Yeah, no, I knew one guy from an improv class. We were talking uh-huh. about like acting careers and like one one of our cohort was like moving to LA. She was like a UCB kid. And uh, one of the other people in the class um i think he was talking about how hard it was at that moment to like get jobs and you know my idea was just like well it's like you can kind of like take a break or you know you don't you don't have to pursue this all the time if it's like really if you're really struggling Uh and he literally told me he's like but it's my destiny with uh, all in all seriousness Uh that is what a lot of people think that they are destined for fame and fortune And then it's always just around the corner.
4: Yeah. And I think we talked about in the past, the people who seem to have no second thought about, they're like, I'm just going to keep putting shit out. And I don't, I don't think it's bad. And I'm like, anytime I make something, I want to (laughs) quit. I think everything I make is bad. Yeah. I wish I had that blind confidence. That's what it is.
0: You know what, there is a good thing to be said when you do this kind of thing, to have that blind confidence, I think, because it's like otherwise you'd never put anything out. And the stuff you put out or the stuff that you do in the beginning is gonna be not great.
4: Yeah, welcome to episode three. Welcome to episode three.
0: (laughs) But it's gonna be not great. And um, you know, but the thing is with a lot of people, it's like they they think it's great, and so they keep on doing like the same, they don't learn Uh as they go. They don't like refine their approach. They don't figure out what hits. They don't pay attention to the audience. They're just like, I made it. It's great. It's out there. People are going to start looking at me.
4: Yeah. I yeah. Used, So I had these friends. They had blind confidence and they were like, we're going to make a web series and we need someone to film it. And I was like, I'll film it. Like I need stuff to do to put on my resume, mm-hmm. you know, and they had taken an improv class, I think. Like they probably took level one, right? Like
0: that was the limit of their performing experiences in improv class or were they an actor too?
4: They were an actor too.
0: Oh, okay. But they like took improv and they're like, oh, I'm an actor. I know how to do this. I'll be really good at it.
4: I think that they had acted before. I have no idea if they were trained. Oh, okay. They were just now like, oh, I took an improv class. Now I know I can perform without a script.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
4: um. Whatever I saw people who came from like a real acting background in improv classes, Mm -hmm. I would notice that they would like literally not know what to say. They would be like, I know, I'll just make sounds from (laughs) this emotional place. And I would be like, you have to say something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something needs to be said
4: otherwise I'm standing here Yeah, just staring at you.
0: I need words and information in order for this scene to move forward, not just yeah. your feelings. Because
4: so I would notice that um, these actors who learned improv learned in quotes, learned yes, would be like. Oh, it doesn't even matter what I say. It was almost like it just made them worse at everything. Anyway, so these two girls, they're like, we're going to do a web series where we're Southern ladies and we play. They're just like ladies that this one lady knew from Texas. Okay. Okay, So one's younger, one's older.
0: All right. So they're basing it in like their real life, their real experience. It's not stereotype.
4: So the older one used to live in Texas and would have these game nights With the other ladies in town and Uh she was like, while we were there, like everyone would just talk shit about everyone behind each other's back. It sounds great. But then be like, oh my God, so good to see you. Yeah, but we would film this and there would be no script. And so basically I would cut together them at the table playing a game and then them in confessionals like talking shit mm-hmm. about each other. Oh but okay. there was no through line. There was no story because nobody ever wrote anything down.
0: It also sounds like there weren't really strong relationships. So you're not like following that at least through like making no. a narrative out of like they start here and they go here and they end up here. At least yeah, in there's terms not, of the relationship there wasn't enough
4: other. to latch on to for anyone, I think, to actually be like, oh I love this show. You know, yeah, and we yeah. made multiple episodes. Um, and then every time we would release one, they would ho- have a party at a bar and then invite all their actor friends because uh, they were gonna be they were like, We have a web series, come celebrate it with they, us. But they did it for like
0: a- I've been to some of these launch parties for like really mediocre web series, but usually they only do the party for the first episode when they no, drop did it for or
4: every episode.
0: Wow. That is so self-indulgent.
4: So my thinking was, okay, so when we get to the bar, we're going to watch it. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Or, or it's like, it's put on while everybody is still like being at a bar and drinking and talking and it's like, oh yeah, that's the thing they made. That we're not watching.
4: They didn't want to get the permission of the bar and have to set anything up.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, my. So they had a. That's nonsensical.
4: And so and also, like, while we were making it, they would tweet. They would be like, we're working on our web series. And I would the whole time I was like, is this success to you?
0: (laughs) I. It, that's a very, very good question.
4: and is it um I think, oh my God. there's you're right, just so though. much like pretending when you're an actor
0: there's pre- well, because you're pretending
4: you're pretending you know, as an actor because that's actor. literally what you're doing.
0: but also it's like the whole fake it till you make it thing like that absolutely. yeah, like actors were doing that before tech entrepreneurs <laughs> for certain for you know, basically since acting began.
4: So that's where I think Colleen is coming from. I cannot call her Colleen. I That sounds I so dumb to me. It sounds like I'm saying colon. Me? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, it sounds like a your butthole. Co- that's uh-huh. where your
0: poop comes from.
4: That's where your poop comes from. And, yeah. you know, it's not that different for Colleen because she put out a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> hey, that's Bazinga. Or, oh, bazinga. God, no, I, didn't said, I cannot believe I said that.
4: but that was a zinger
0: that was a zinger good one yeah Yeah.
4: she's throwing spaghetti at the wall and it's at some point stuck right so then she had to keep doing this miranda character
0: where she's ironically making fun of the
4: the person that she kind of people Uh uh-huh yeah blind confidence
0: blind confidence and maybe like a part of herself that she secretly hates
4: yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I
4: think it's because she hangs out with these annoying people that we just mentioned, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 Um, And then for some reason they give her a show on Netflix and it's more of the same bad stuff. <laughs> and then I guess she's. I think she's probably a really hard worker, and then maybe that's also why she had such boundaryless relationships with her fans, where they would get into these little chat rooms and talk.
0: It seemed like it consumed her whole life.
4: Yes, it was.
0: It wasn't just the job; it was like because she had Miranda, and then she had her own personal blogs and or vlog,
4: which I think and- was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to wear the stupid lipstick; I can still get attention.
0: Exactly, and that was the one. Yeah, where she interacted as Colleen, I'll say it, Colleen, with her fans, and so, and they both had the exact same, like, kind of the same number of, like, you know, subscribers. subscribers or whatever. Yeah,
4: I guess if you were this internet personality and you had a bunch of young subscribers,
0: okay, I, I want to, I, I want to dive into this. What is my internet personality? What do you think I would be? <laughs> <laughs>
4: what if you dressed up like a lady
0: okay I'm dressed and, up like a lady
4: and you were kind of like Mary Sunshine from Chicago I would love that and yeah because like, that's
0: kind of what I'm like
4: <laughs> yeah and you just kind of like you sang songs sometimes but then you would be like um just talking about your day you yeah
0: know? yeah and then like tell you sad stories that have a inspirational ending
4: yeah you're multifaceted
0: (laughs) okay so i'm i'm a feel-good drag youtube personality i like it yeah i'm spreading love and makeup
4: what motivates you to to have these relationships with your subscribers where you talk every night
0: exactly
4: what is that
0: that uh, i think that's somebody who like isn't really very good at making friends.
1: Oh. You think? So,
0: okay, yeah. th-
4: go back I to- I think they're her friends. The toxic gossip train. She's like, yeah. I'm not a groomer, I'm just a loser. I'm
3: not a groomer, I'm just a loser who didn't understand I shouldn't respond to fans and I'm not a predator even though a lot of you think so because five years ago I made a fart joke.
4: Well, and she gets the kind of, the kind of adoring- attention that she wants from them she doesn't have to invest in them really
0: well it's she gets to take advantage of as our friend swoop uh harps on for every video she takes she gets to take advantage of an unfair or imbalanced power dynamic where she is as the content creator it's like she basically holds the reins in terms of where a relationship goes with somebody who really 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 wants to have a relationship with you it puts her completely in the driver's seat
4: which i would i would not respect these people if i was the youtube personality i'd be like you are pathetic okay but what if you were 13. if i was but i'm the youtube personality oh
0: you're as the you oh you wouldn't respect the fans you wouldn't respect the people who are
4: yeah. I would never want to be friends with people like that because it would make me feel ooky or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like you're doing fan service.
4: Yeah. I'd be like, I know that this is like a big deal for you, but it's like, you just love me and that's boring for me. I like to um, chase people who don't like me.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, Colleen, and now I'm calling her Colleen because I can't stop um colleen doesn't um doesn't like to be vulnerable and likes to have all the power in her relationships apparently
4: so is did that extend to her marriage then too
0: absolutely i ahead.
4: watched some of what that josh guy had to say but what what do you if you had to sum it up in a sentence
0: well, it was, a, the marriage had the exact same power imbalance that Colleen seems to look for.
4: Oh, okay.
0: Because he, she was the famous one. I mean, by YouTube standards of the day.
4: Is he also an actor? Because he's pretty like He was in a, an, a spy,
1: he was a YouTuber. Early on, it was um, the boyfriend of this Miranda person. And then that kind of, it took hold when... I proposed and I made a video out of it. Um, and then it s- skyrocketed, it changed. And then I had an audience. He was an aspiring YouTuber, not, not even aspiring,
0: like he had content, he was just like, definitely on a, a kind of a lower rung.
4: Well, a lot of people will latch on to their significant other and just be like, now I have a YouTube too.
0: No, I think he, I think he had started doing it before, but in terms of him really being able to get himself out there and get more subscribers, I think.
4: He wasn't as good at that.
0: Oh God, I don't want to be mean, but I think there was some advantage to him in having a relationship with Colleen. Yeah. And I feel like she played upon that advantage with him by calling all the shots because she was the one who was more successful and she had access to what, he wanted which was views
4: but some people could look at that like then that's what he gained out of the relationship like he piggybacked on her success is that not what you're saying though
0: um no i'm saying that and he piggybacked on her success and she
1: used his sort of inferior youtube position the thing that changed really was when we got married it kind of felt like Any effort to meet me in the middle stopped. How dare I ask for something? How dare I say, could you maybe not film tonight and just sit and have dinner with me? He tells a lot of stories about like, where he just felt like he could
0: never, ever, ever push back on her for some of the bits that she wanted to do, for the way that she would treat crew and for sometimes the way that she would like talk about or treat fans.
1: I don't wanna paint a picture like she was just this monster that just Mm -hmm. spewed hate towards her fans because she, she, quote, loves her fans. I have a different interpretation of what love means to her. But there were a lot of times where she would talk negatively or make fun of someone or joke about what she was gonna do with all the gifts on the tour bus and i just thought to myself i would never talk like that these people are giving us a job she says she loves her fans when you love something there's a there's a part of you that's selfless or that's truthful or that's just kind and i didn't see a lot of that and to me it felt like she didn't really love them as people she loved what they provided for her
4: oh okay. and he's
0: it's it's basically a three and a half hour long apology video facilitated by swoop okay and um so she you know we go through the uh the events the breakdown of their marriage uh he you know takes accountability and explains his side of why he was sometimes why he was involved with Uh um the fans in the same way that colleen was like he doesn't blame her completely he was like i was an adult i should have known this was wrong i should have known that like this was not a healthy relationship dynamic for these children Uh um but first of all he does say like you know colleen held all the power in the relationship and like he really wouldn't like he didn't feel comfortable going to her with any of his concerns and he said he like you know, it was a, a, the, the frog in the pot in the boiling water sort of thing. It's just like, it got more, he says, it's like, it just got more, I I was uncomfortable with it. And then it just, the whole thing got more and more normalized and more normalized to me because he wanted access to her success. I think he doesn't say that. And I, you know, they could also have had like a really nice, uh, like a sincere relationship at a point, but you know, those considerations are still. I think Important. those considerations were not far from his mind and they, they fed into like the power dynamic, which is exactly what Colleen seems to want. Yeah, As we see from her relationship with her fan group. There was a
1: lot of times where on her tours, the amount of times I had to apologize to the tech crew and the people running the event because of how rude she was hmm. to them, almost like I'm a queen, don't talk to me, talk to my assistant.
4: So do you think she has this kind of relationship with the new husband?
0: It's it's different because he's an actor, he's got his own career. You said he wasn't in that video that she recently up, yeah, uploaded. I was thinking posted. what
4: we should do next is watch that vlog together.
0: Okay, you wanna do that?
4: Yeah.
3: Hello everybody. Uh, sorry I've been gone for so long. I've really missed this. I've missed talking to everyone every single day. Um, obviously, The last video that I posted on here, um, it's really embarrassing to say the least. I was being accused of some pretty awful things and I just was mad and um, I should have handled that situation with maturity and empathy, but instead I just let my ego take over and I'm really disappointed in myself. Um, So here's what I wanna say today. Over the last 15 years of my career, there have been moments where I was immature and inappropriate with some of my comedy. And there were times when I did not put enough thought into some of my fan interactions. And because of that behavior, people got hurt. And I am so sorry. I never wanted to hurt anybody, but it's clear that I did. And I feel so terrible about that. I also feel like there's probably people who are disappointed or feel abandoned by me because of my silence over the last few months. Um, and I'm so sorry about that as well. I needed to take time to, um, you know, make sure I, w- I was listening and learning as much as possible. And, um, I also needed to, um, get the help that I needed to, to be okay. Um, I'm a mom first and foremost before anything else. And, um, I needed to take care of my kids. So um, that's where I've been. And, um, but I'm back and I'm here now. And um, I am not a perfect person. And there are plenty of things in my past that I wish I could go back and redo and um, fix and change. Um, I don't have control over any of that. and I don't have control over the things people say about me. I only have control over my actions moving forward. And so I'm gonna do everything that I can to make sure that I create a positive, kind, inclusive, safe space online with my content. And if you wanna be a part of my journey online, I would love to have you. And if not, I completely understand. Um, I do not expect anyone to welcome me back with open arms. I don't expect to change anyone's mind with this video. I just wanted to come on here and say that I'm sorry. And um, I wanted to try to show people that it's possible for someone to grow and learn and be better after making mistakes many, many years ago. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm going to try to vlog again. We just
0: got to the chicken coop. I feel like I've seen enough. I don't need to watch like I, that's what fucking 10 too. more minutes of that shit. That's
4: right. Um,
0: we got through the part that matters. I, you know, what are your thoughts?
4: She knows she needs to apologize. Uh, maybe her therapist, she said she's been to a lot of therapy. Maybe they pointed out that um, how her, how her actions could be misconstrued. So she's apologizing, but she's, uh, I don't know if she believes that anything, you know, she's probably kind of like you, like <laughs> what that do you, thing that you said when you were like, Hey, this is growing up. <laughs> People disappoint you and like they do the wrong thing. And then,
0: and
4: and that, that whole thing of like, you should never meet your heroes because they're, they're human beings.
0: Yeah. And then,
4: and so, I mean, that's what she's saying. She's Mm -hmm. like, I'm a human being and I make mistakes. She doesn't say what she's going to do now though. She doesn't, I don't think she's done. And I also still don't really think she thinks she did anything wrong
0: yeah and it's interesting because she's done this before
4: Had to apologize
0: had to apologize for the initial apology video after Adam McIntyre um read her to filth read her to filth on Colleen Ballinger stop lying in 2020 that video she came out with an apology about some of her behavior um and it was generally accepted and her career kind of went on and I don't know what I don't think she had any relationship with Adam anymore, but people accepted her apology and they moved on for a couple of years because uh, I don't know, like a lot of stuff just didn't, there was a lot of fallout from the, the second round of what happened, which was, I can't even remember.
4: I think they just dug up more stuff.
0: Yeah, they dug up more stuff. But there was like a period of like years where everybody's like, okay, she apologized. That was fine, acceptable. And she did apologize, I thought, in an acceptable way the first time. And moving on. So I can't remember what was like the inciting incident to like the next round of sort of allegations and accusations that really led to... The
4: grooming backlash, stuff.
0: The grooming stuff, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I cannot remember like how events turned where there was another, another, another moment where she felt compelled to put out an apology video, which the second time was not an apology video.
4: Well, there was a girl who went on TikTok and said she was the one who went to a live show and she wore something skimpy. Becky she
0: wore a romper.
4: Yeah she knew that Miranda the Miranda character is conservative and will call people out for looking like porn is what she said.
0: Becky who um, I guess uh, was a Miranda Singh super fan went to a show got called up on stage was wearing nothing not something skimpy but like a romper so I guess it was like shorts and a attached top or something and um miranda did a bit with her called the yoga bit i don't know if you've heard about this yeah
4: yeah she she goes upside down
0: yeah she goes upside down she does a full uh handstand on stage um no she uh she turned her around and kind of like uh made her lay on the stage with like her back to the stage becky's back to the stage and then sort of Opened uh, during the course her of the bit, like open opened her legs up spread eagle yeah. and then over the loudspeakers like fart sounds start happening and oh. so Miranda as the character Miranda Colleen runs off stage as if she's grossed out leaving Becky on with stage with her legs
4: open alone
0: with her legs open and like humiliated by a bit which like made her seem like she farted a lot you know just just fucking abandoned her on stage
4: but what she says at the end is that when she's leaving the live show like older men are staring at her
0: exactly and she got like she got a lot of unwanted attention yeah both in the parking lot on her way home and then among i believe among the the rest of the fandom who were you know probably just as inappropriate as colleen was because that's the you know milieu in which they're operating
4: you use such big words
0: i know milieu um, but my question about this whole video is, to what end, Colleen, what do you think you're gonna get out of this?
4: Get out of making this video or like continuing to have an on
0: continuing life? to be like who's gonna listen to you now? like what what new audience are what new audience base are you trying to sort of appeal to? Is it moms
4: now? she's I think she's been doing that for a while, okay. So I think she's like, well, I have enough people who still support me. I mean, Shane Dawson did the same thing where he eventually came back and I watch his videos.
0: (laughs) You know, I mean, there's always going to be people you can cobble together a following from the ruins of your career, I guess. Maybe that's all she's hoping for.
4: People say a lot. There's no such thing as being canceled because she still exists like she's not banned from making her videos or doing yeah, her live yeah. shows as long mm-hmm. as people like louis ck he put out a a comedy special that you could buy on some platform and people did you know was
0: it called canceled probably yeah i think it was something like that
4: yeah and something
0: that something that referred to his his cancellation quite frankly
4: so as long as you have people that will tune in or pay or show up, yeah, you're not canceled. You can keep doing what you're doing, and I wonder if part of these YouTubers' therapy is uh, just accepting that some people hate them, but that they will continue to move forward. Oh
0: yeah yeah well I mean that's not true for Joshua David Evans he has given up on the YouTubery
4: well I don't think he ever really had much going on he seemed to
0: really want it though like he really? was in it to uh, win yeah. it. yeah
4: I never watched him at all so I don't know the way he talks
0: in that interview is like I like he was very ambitious he wanted this to be his career he loves music he loves performing like this was his this was his way forward and he loved it well I think and, He's also had to have a lot of therapy about like, this is you, this isn't healthy for you.
4: Oh, I, yeah. I just think he has more remorse. I think Colleen and Shane Dawson are people who are like, this is who I am and I don't really care. Well, would that would be like,
0: okay, so like is, is Colleen, uh, like, are we calling her a narcissist or having some kind of like
4: yeah lack yeah. of moral fiber? Yeah. Hasn't she done a bunch of stuff that's pretty narcissistic?
0: Yeah. Yeah. She, now that you mention it, she really has. I mean, what I was most struck by is the fact that she like Joshua David Evans's swoop interview, his side of the story only, but like he, like she, when when they were starting to divorce, she sort of like let loose her minions on him. And she, there's many examples of her doing that to people who uh, disagree with her or
4: like her internet fans go after them oh
0: yeah yeah yeah. like they find they they shit talk them on all kinds of sites um uh josh jde let's call him Jde. uh jde was talking about how like you know he would get like messages on twitter and from all you know internet avenues telling him basically to end himself is how he puts
4: it yeah you know so much about narcissists
0: yeah I do.
4: I don't know. You always explain like what this person is doing and what their motivations are that is narcissistic. My
0: suspicion as to why she, after her six month hiatus has come back is simply because she needs to do this. Yeah, Like she is compelled to put it, put herself out there. She's, and that's a narcissistic thing where it's like, you can only understand yourself as a you only understand yourself through the way your image is reflected through others' eyes. Uh-huh. And that image
4: That's true. has to be
0: controlled and perfected. So she really wants to, like, she has to see herself as a pers- perfect thing through others, as a perfect person through others.
4: Oh. I mean, so she does have enough fans, I think, that are just, like, commenting positive stuff on her new vlog. Um, they're... I watched another YouTuber look at all the comments and there aren't any negative comments. So she probably put some filter words on there. So She that... probably,
0: yeah, she probably has a really curated
4: and you know, she's just here for the likes. Yeah. I think
0: it's just, she has to do this. That's
4: why she says part of her therapy was just making vlogs that she wasn't going to post. Cause she's so used to it. Like, she has to look into a camera and tell it what she's doing.
0: But why? Why can't you just write in a journal? Why can't you sit alone with your old thoughts and figure it out for yourself and move on with your life, move forward like a normal fucking person does? Why do you have to like have it reflected back at you?
4: I never liked making my own YouTube videos because I hated watching myself in the editing process.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of oneself when you're editing. Yeah, you just,
4: I mean, I, I mean, I just hate myself, let's be honest.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 no, self. That's the thing, Do people who do this- I think
4: they love it. They must
0: not hate themselves. No. They love to watch themselves. And that is just, I'm not gonna call it narcissism, but I certainly do not share that quality.
4: Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. So (laughs) I think what we took away from today is um, blind confidence and narcissism will get you everywhere.
0: It's, and then it will get you nowhere.
4: I mean, you you will get in trouble, but like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah eventually.
4: Something that I'm always kind of trying to teach myself, I think, <laughs> is that
0: how to be a narcissist.
4: No, is that it's okay to get in trouble? Like you don't have to disappear That's true. from the world, you know.
0: And even just like releasing this, yeah. I'm learning that because I'm so, I'm so stupidly worried about saying like the wrong thing, but I constantly do it. Well, that's
4: why I thought your opinion when you're like, I mean, these kids, they're just, they're learning to grow up. I mean, did they get groomed? I guess you could look at it like that, but that's not really what's going on here. It's just like a shitty person being shitty.
0: Yeah. They made a shitty person.
4: Yeah. And they looked up to them and.
0: And that's sad. And you know, that shitty person, if possible, should be called out for their shittiness. But to put all this like, real I think CSA victim language around it It doesn't know it doesn't know favors it just it makes it seem silly where if you really think about it it was basically a group of impressionable children who got wrapped up with a person who was manipulative immature irresponsible and that
4: they looked up to and
0: they looked up to yeah and who really disappointed them
4: is that grooming It was just kind of inappropriate comments. That's all. Inappropriate comments and like
0: taking advantage of an unfair power dynamic. Fine.
4: I think that's what she's guilty of. I do think that her. So when you become a family vlogger, which is kind of what her vlog channel is. Okay. Her other family members kind of got into it so now like her brother also has an online presence and i think there's an
0: enormous cast of characters to this story everybody's involved
4: her brother might actually be like a pedophile
0: like a creeper i what do you know about that
4: messaging kids and asking them their age oh
0: i remember one story where he messaged a young person who i believe is now uh a trans man Uh but at the time uh was i assume identifying as female Uh um and he yeah he sent a lot of inappropriate text messages to that person something about like something really gross i think it was you know um you would look so good pregnant or something like that like really yeah boldly out there
4: there's something wrong with that guy, and unfortunately, because he's related to Colleen, he probably got way more access.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh,
4: who, you know, to her fans who are like, "Yeah, I mm-hmm. want to talk to this person that's close to her."
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
4: But that just kind of sucks for Colleen. Yeah,
0: we're talking about Colleen and her motivations and her needs yeah. that were fulfilled by this these relationships. Yeah. And um I don't think I mean obviously she wasn't trying to like
4: get them to you know, be her lover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Wanna so, be
4: my lover. Yeah. I just think, you know,
0: we can't just throw words around. Uh-huh. They're serious things. They really are. They have meaning.
4: It's like, did you see that puff daddy, Sean Combs?
0: I did. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he settled that. Physically
4: abused his girlfriend and there were murmurs of that around. Now she finally came forward and was like, this is a, in a lawsuit. Oh,
0: so this wasn't a surprise that there was, there was like whisperings and mumblings for about
4: years. this being. Yeah. A thing. Oh, and okay. he,
0: I don't follow him. No,
4: but um, he's got a lot of really bad rumors about him. Like he allegedly yeah. is responsible for Tupac.
0: Oh, I know a little bit about that story. Tell me about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How did he kill Tupac?
4: Oh, he hired someone to. Some the guy that killed him came forward and said it was me.
0: Oh wow! Oh my god! Maybe this is going to be like the next big celebrity scandal.
4: Yeah, but the amount of people in P Diddy's life that have died is kind of amazing like his ex-wife. Oh my died. god. And like they're not old.
0: Holy shit. Really? Yeah. Are you saying are you breaking news right now that P Diddy is killing anyone who stands in his way? Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay.
4: Allegedly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Um and I mean I, you
0: know what I want to know? You know what is Justin Timberlake's body count? That's what I want to know right now.
4: Body count is what they say now when it when it's like how many people have you slept with. And I don't think that's what you mean.
0: Oh, I meant how many people has he killed in order to further his career because I'm sure he's got some You
4: think he's killed he's, people? He's got a
0: he's got a dumping ground.
4: He's a dumb white guy. <laughs> Wait, let me just tell you about how um he dated Cassie, who is the recording artist who came out and with this lawsuit this week against him. He dated her for a very long time, and her signature look when she was big was that Mm -hmm. she shaved one side of her head, and it was really cute. Yeah. Uh, The rumor was actually P. Diddy ripped the hair out of her head, and so then she had to do that, which now reading the lawsuit doesn't sound too crazy.
0: You've read the lawsuit?
4: No. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
0: I was just imagining you there with like a transcript and a magnifying glass.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, to plug the next episode, I have logged on to a court website and requested court records. And I did it For, on Friday. And so, did not. hopefully, this week I'll get the email that says this is how much money it's going to cost. It's
0: hard to get court records. How did you do this?
4: It is not hard to get court records.
0: What did you do? I'm just curious. I
4: went on the Pinellas County uh, court website and okay. looked up the court case that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I kept Googling because this is an open case. It hasn't been adjudicated yet, but it's a stocking yeah, oh, case. Adjudicate?
0: Who, look who's using the big words now. Adjudicate. Are you a lawyer?
4: Well, so in Florida, they have really good... um everything is like open records they call them
0: sunshine laws
4: yeah they have like so when casey anthony was getting convicted yeah all of her phone calls in the prison with her parents were getting mm-hmm. released as they were happening they're because they're
0: open records yeah
4: of all the open records there so it's because this happened in florida i was like i'm gonna go on the website and request all the documents because there's an affidavit there's stuff attached oh you didn't tell me it was Florida
0: yeah okay that makes sense then because usually like for any other state or jurisdiction
4: you have to wait till it's adjudicated no
0: you actually have to like you have to have some kind of like bar association some sort of professional reason for getting certain court records they're behind a paywall like you have to have your law firm pay for it it's hard it's not easy to get most court records except in Florida where
4: but you can submit a FOIA request. Yeah, you
0: can submit a FOIA request. You can, the, for federal records, for sure.
4: Oh, well, since I used to work in true crime stuff, we would do yeah. this all the time.
0: Yeah. But they, they can always, like, deny you.
4: I know, so they might. Yeah. Um. But.
0: What is, what is the next episode? It's not P. Diddy. No,
4: the next episode is NT Lawyer.
0: Oh, NT Lawyer. All right. Yeah, this is gonna have to tell me a lot about this because this is a world that i'm not I'm at ready. all involved in yeah I'm all right ready. okay sounds good
3: something has changed within me something is not the same i'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game to been afraid losing love. I guess I lost. Well, if that's love, it comes at much too high a cost. I do not buy defying gravity. Kiss me goodbye. I'm defying gravity they'll never bring me down and nobody in all of us no wizard that there is or one is ever going to bring